Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Sina Show, aka the Synapse Network. I hope everybody is doing very, very well. I am currently uh, sitting in my car and I'm facing like this beautiful like nature shot almost. Um, and I was thinking to myself how it is so important that like as human beings we find an outlet for expression and like this could be through any medium like even if you don't consider yourself an artist like we're all artists in different ways you know um whether that be like through writing or music or painting or sculpturing or um you know anything i i think anything we do like even writing an essay for school like you know is considered a form of art because it came from us from our minds which are genius right and which are infinite, and which are so expansive, and so in this way, like, we're all artists, we're all creators, um, because we come from creation itself, right, we come from the divine, we come from paramatma, right, um, and so in this way, we are born to create, and so if we don't create, that gives us a slew of issues, you know, like, have you ever talked to somebody who stopped being creative, you know, they're probably not very happy, right? So creativity is not something that, like, looks the same for everybody, and it's also not something that has a structured foundation. Like, creativity can be absolutely anything um, that the soul wants to project into the physical, right? It could be anything that the soul desires to streamline into the physical reality. And I think that there are so many modalities for creation, and, like, It's just overwhelming to me because a lot of people, myself included, for so long, they doubt themselves so much when it comes to what they want to do. They doubt themselves and they think, oh, like, you know, I can't do that or or there has to be a blueprint for X, Y, Z. You know, there has to be like some sort of thing to follow in order to like attain success and all these things. And truthfully, honestly, there is not really Um, the blueprint for success is encoded within your own creativity, okay? Because when you follow your joy, when you follow your creative expression that is wild and free and untamed, you are led to bounty, basically. Like, you are led to, um, you know, abundance, right? So abundance of energy, abundance of health, abundance of creativity, abundance of money even. Like, all these things, they all come to you at the same time. And, um, that is when you follow your joy, right? That is when you follow your passion. Because if you do work, like, this is the thing about create creation, like, us being co-creators. Like, anything we do has a significant vibration attached to it, right? So, like, let's say you work at a job that you're really not happy with or happy at. But, um, you know, you're amassing a certain amount of wealth from it. And you're happy with the wealth that you're amassing, like then that's a worthwhile job for you, depending on who you are, right? But let's say you're working at a job and you don't like it and you don't like the pay, you don't like anything about it. Like, the results you produce at that job are not going to be in any way mirroring the 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 g- creative genius that you are, like mirroring the essence of you, you know? When you mirror the essence of you and anything you create, like, you create magic. Um, and then that's how all these things follow. Health, wealth, abundance, joy. Um, networking, right, your your network, your tribe, your people, 
friends, new friends, new opportunities, etc. And I've seen it for myself and I've seen it for other people and I'm telling you, like, it's so true. Like, when you stop thinking that you can't do XYZ or that you're not good enough for XYZ, like, all these limiting beliefs that we were honestly raised with, which is so incredibly unfair, but it's, you know, something that we've all had to, I think, face and then, like, it's a sign as being untrue, you know? Like, you can't disprove something unless you've actually studied it, right? It's the same thing with proving a theory. Like, this is the nature of a hypothesis, right? Like, science um, conducts studies, and we test, and we retest, and then we conclude, right? And that conclusion is a hypothesis. Well, it's the same thing for the antithesis of whatever it is that you're trying to prove. You can create a hypothesis about how something is untrue rather than it being true, right? So with that being said, when you create a hypothesis about you know, something that you can or can't do, that becomes a belief. And those beliefs can either be limiting or expansive and freeing, right? So it depends on which side of the coin that, you know, you choose. And that's the nature, that's the essence of subconscious mental reprogramming. That's the nature of it. It is possible to reprogram your subconscious mind because your subconscious mind has already been programmed. You see what I'm saying? From a very young age, like we've been taught, go to school, obey, raise your hand, do this, this, this. You can do this. You can't do this. Society wants you to do X, Y, Z, so you have to do X, Y, Z. Like, no, 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 right? But yet, all these, you know, all these systemic beliefs have been ingrained within us and within our DNA, right? Like, you have to eat meat because you're a human being. Like, what? Like, no, you know, like, I'm not going to do that, right? Like, that's just a very basic preliminary one in regards to, you know, dietary health. But still, it's one nevertheless, right? Nonetheless. So, with that being said, like, just take a look at your belief systems and see if you like them. And whatever you don't like, you'll know, right? If it's not good for you, if it's not serving you. Because our feelings will tell you. Your feelings will tell you, right? If a belief system is good for you or not. So, if it's not good for you, you're going to feel, you know, a negative um a negative um, result, you know, from that belief system, whether it be in your emotions, in your body, in your health, in your life, in your lifestyle, in your money, right? You're going to see that negativity. You're going to see the accumulation of negativity, right? Or rather an abundance of negativity, right? Based on a certain belief system that you carry. So it's very easy to identify which ones are serving us and which ones are not serving us. And then to go ahead and hone in on them, rectify them, Um, And um, the process of rectifying a belief system involves rewiring, you know, an old belief system into a new one, which actually really just means discarding an old belief system and adopting a new one. There's really no way for you to take something when it comes to the mind. There's no way for you to take a mental framework and um, keep it you know, and, and expect something different to manifest or materialize in your life. Like, no, same action, same result, right? So same mental action, same physical result, right? So what you want to do when it comes to mental frameworks is you want to discard the old mental framework entirely and then adopt an entirely new one. And this is actually the process of alchemization, right? Of alchemy. So when you take something and you exchange it for something else, something that will better serve you and your life, Um, you'll see, you know, once you really adapt and integrate, um, that belief system, you'll see things in your life start to change, 
based on those, you know, mental patternings. It's so true and it's so um, expansive and it's so connected. Like, the mind dictates the body, right? It dictates the cellular makeup, right, of the body. Because, see, one thing that people may or may not know is that our DNA is constantly changing based off of the food that we eat, even the people that we're around, um, you know, the amount of sunlight we get, right, the amount of exercise we get, X, Y, Z, right? So... Our DNA, the DNA we're born with is is not, you know, said and done. It's not all that's said and done, right? Like, our DNA changes all the time. Every, uh, I think it's like 60 or 90 days, um, the cells of the body regenerate, right? And then every seven years, the entire body cells regenerate. So DNA can be altered, um, and this this may be news for some people. I hope it's not, but you know it, it may be news for some people that DNA, your DNA can be altered. It, you know, in um, in a in a um, in an expansive way, based off of how you choose to alter it, based off of like the lifestyle you choose to live and the mental frameworks you choose to adopt, right? Um, and also uh, in the way that you choose to heal. So there's no limitation, especially even when it comes to, you know, your own cellular makeup. Like, there are no limitations, right? This is the actual nature of healing. When you heal yourself on a cellular level based off of adopting certain mental frameworks and you do this work over a period of years, what happens is you begin to upgrade on many, many levels, right? Um, Spiritually, cellularly, right? Emotionally, um, you begin to heal yourself on different timelines and things like that which I'm probably not going to go into in this episode because it may just be a lot for some people to digest and I would be digressing if I were to do that but essentially it is possible to um, heal patterns that even have been in your family for generations so this is something that people really need to know it is possible there's no limitation on possibility right anything is possible um if there's one thing that I've learned in my short life it's that anything is possible it's just that you know you got to be willing to believe that you got to be willing to see that right um so this is the nature of healing adopting new mental frameworks in exchange in replacement for the old ones it's like for example if you were dating somebody and you broke up right what's the best way to get over them honestly what's the best way to get over them right um, like in, quickly, right? Like in, in a very um, efficient sort of way, right? It would be to start dating someone else because the process of attachment works as such. You know, detach from the old to attach to the new. If you simply detach from the old, this is um, physics, right? If you simply detach from the old, you know, you're going to have a vacuum there that seeks to attach to something new. Of course, I don't recommend this, obviously. This is just a a very abstract example that I'm giving. Um, But, you know, there's going to be a vacuum there. There's going to be a void that kind of needs to be filled, if you will. So attaching to something new, whether it be, let's just take an example of like a hobby rather than a relationship, because I don't want to give anybody ideas or like the wrong idea or what have you. But so let's say you were really into, um, Oh, yeah, I'll just give you a personal example, okay? I was really into drinking Starbucks. Still am from time to time. I, I love my sweet drinks. And so um, one thing about me is that I get, like, a little bit addicted to having, like, my, like, current 
my current habit drink. You know what I mean? Um, like, I have habit drinks. So, for, like, a few months, I was obsessed with Starbucks. And then I was like, okay, this is kind of an unhealthy obsession now. Let me try to obsess over something new. So then I got really into teas and, like, tinctures. And, like, I would make my own herbal, like, herbal things. And I would, like, heat them up. And then I'd throw ice in them. And, like, I would really just try everything, you know. And so I did that for a while. And then, after that, I got bored of that. So then I got obsessed with um, press juicery, okay, and, like, the press juicery brand, and I would, like, always, like, just chug the, um, the (laughs) avocado and greens one, and then the greens and ginger one, and then the apple one, and, like, I, I just would, you know, go crazy with that, so my point is that it's easy to ditch a bad habit or a bad situation or a bad mindset, quote-unquote bad, right, it's easy to ditch something that doesn't serve you in replacement for something that does, and it's easier to adopt that new thing, you know, in in space of the old thing, right? So that's the point that I'm making here. And, and I'd really also like to emphasize a point that I made earlier in that it's really not possible to carry the same mindsets with you and then expect a different life or, or like, different results. And trust me, believe me, like, I've tried. Like, I tried that, you know. Like, um, when it came to building my business and stuff like that, I was like, okay... Like, I'm doing this, 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 and this, but why isn't this working? Like, why isn't this working? And then I realized it's not working because I'm not working, right? I'm not, like, mentally working, you know, on the same wavelength as I would like my business to be working at, right? So once I switched, you know, my inner gear, basically, and I started embodying what I wanted to see out there for people, and I started working to really serve people via my business rather than, you know, having... um my business be served, right? And this is a, this is a big thing. Just really quickly, this is a big thing because when people when people, you know, want to start a business or or amass wealth or what have you, like usually for them or usually, you know, let's just say in general, um people think that starting a business equals equals having wealth or something, right? People people go after certain things for like the monetary aspect. And like that's fine, but again, if you knew the power of your intention, you know, you would actually see that having, like, righteous intentions, they they get you farther, right? Like, if you have righteous intentions about things, um, the output itself is also righteous. Like, let's say, like, you really wanted to start a business to actually serve people and to teach people what you know, right? Then that's a righteous intention, and if you actually go through with that the output that you would have, like, the benefits that you would have, right, like, money would just be, like, the, um, like, at the bottom of the well, you know what I mean, like, at the bottom of the thing, like, it wouldn't even be, like, a determining factor for you, it wouldn't even be, like, a, um, the, the, the reason to celebrate, you see what I'm saying, like, the reason to celebrate would, would be, like, oh, I've touched people's lives, you know, I've helped people, I've talked to people, I've met people, I've networked, like, um, you know, I'm really able to, to really help a lot of people through my business, you know, like, that's the end-all be-all, that's the point, really, that's the point, because if you think about it, really, honestly, like, we've been given, we've been given a lot of stuff, like, we've been given a lot of things, like, I always say this, like, gratitude is the key to anything, um, 
to life itself. Because if you realize that, you know, God has given us sunlight and air and food and water and friends and people and LinkedIn, you know what I mean? Like God's really given it all like (laughs) with that in mind and the internet with the power of the internet, anybody can start a business and network and do all these things. Right. So with that in mind that, Hey, I'm so grateful that I've been born in this time, place, circumstance. I'm so grateful that I have a working mind, body, soul, etc. With that in mind, with that gratitude, that heartfelt gratitude, right? You'll see, you'll see soon enough that you don't need anything. You don't need clients. You don't need anything because you have so much to give because you've been given so much. Does that make sense? Like you, you're out here to, to give what you have to the world um, and to leave your, your beauty mark upon it, right? To leave whatever you have upon it, to um, leave your healing touch, right upon the world right so that's just uh that's just what I've seen to really that's just it that's the end all be all you know this is the formula this is the strategy to life this is what works um it has to do with gratitude it has to do with really getting out here and wanting to serve people on a soul level because you see there's no difference between you and them it has to do with understanding that um that money and and things and items and objects and all these things right like they're an additive you see like they're a they're a great addition right but it's like they're not even the substance of the product right <laughs> they're not even the substance of of um output or input or or inventory right or even like the main frameworks of your business like it doesn't take much to to start um helping people it really does not take much as long as you have a wi-fi connection you're gucci you know what i mean um so, you know, with that being said, it's just, it's good to put things into perspective because again, a lot of our societies after wealth, and I don't blame us at all because we've been conditioned to think that we need wealth to survive. And actually we live in a system that, you know, pushes us to, um, amass wealth in order to survive, which is absolutely barbaric in my opinion. Um, and very anti-humanitarian, um, but, so, we, like, crave it, like, we chase it, right, and when you chase something, what do you think happens, well, that thing is running from you, it, you know, that's the nature, again, of polarity, again, this is just basic physics, if you chase something, it is going to run away from you, that is why it is important not to chase anything, don't chase money, don't chase beauty, don't chase people, don't chase fame, don't chase clients, don't chase anything, because if you chase it, it will run. It will run. Right? So what do, you, what do you do instead? Well, you attract. You become a point of attraction. You become a magnet to everything that you desire. Right? This is the Empress card in tarot. If you do tarot as I do, which is simply just a way to infer the signs and symbology around you. Right? Um, tarot is not evil. I've also heard that. Can you believe that? I've heard people say tarot is evil. No, it's not. It's just a way to interpret and infer what's happening in your life. It's just like reading a book. Symbols, right? Different symbology for you to interpret and understand in your own way. It's like reading a picture book is what it is, right? And um, when it comes to, to the polarities of good and evil, briefly, it's just like negative and positive, right? One can't exist without the other. On a magnet, you have both. 
even on the globe, right, you have both the North and the South Pole. You need both in order for the globe to be um, able to, you know, spin on its axis and have seasons and exist, really. So, like, there's nothing evil about evil and there's nothing good about good, you know. Um, in fact, it's kind of the opposite. If you think of, like, the yin-yen, you can see how there's good and evil and there's also evil and good, right? There's one within the other. And so, you know, they merge together and they um, become one. The dual becomes one, right? So all this stuff about... This is just basic occultism 101, <laughs> if you will. But um, all this stuff about, like, things being being bad or evil or, like, you know, whatever, like... Repel, if you repel certain things in your mind, um, you're only going to just bring them closer to you. You're only just going to draw them closer to you, right? It's best to, it's best to, again, not repel or chase, right? Repelling is just the opposite of chasing. So if you chase something, it's going to run from you. If you repel something, it's going to chase to you. You see what I'm saying? So it's good to, again, just be a static point of magnetic attraction to the things that you wish to have or or amass or become really it's all about becoming right just be a stagnant point uh sorry a static not stagnant a static point of magnetism to that which you wish to embody and um and then you will um because it's all about embodying right it's all about becoming right and then um you will begin to uh become that which you focus on so if you focus on things that you don't want in your life, you're going to keep attracting more of what you don't want. If you focus on feeling good and being happy and healthy and serving yourself and serving the self within others, then you're going to be very happy and healthy and you're going to be, um, you know, a uh, modality of service and your, your life is going to flourish because of this. You see what I'm saying? So this is just basic you know, this is just basic universal law, you know, um, that which you focus on will always, always grow, always, right, um, so it's, it's really important to remember that, it's really important, because a lot of people focus on what they don't want, and then so they just end up attracting more of what they don't want in their life, I had a client who, I say had, because this was like about a year ago, I had a client who used to complain all the time about everything in their life um and uh (laughs) I told her like like why don't you try you know we like talked about it for a bit and I was like why don't you try to stop complaining and like see what happens and like we we did a, a strategy for this you know um and we compiled like a like a framework that she should go about like day after day and um her life changed when she stopped complaining, you know, um, she suddenly, like, randomly, like, found, like, I don't know, $100 or something like that, and she was able to, like, pay, like, a bill that she needed, it's just random stuff, like, really random, out of the ordinary, like, she didn't do any work for it, things just kind of happened to her kind of stuff, you know, when she stopped complaining, and, um, I also remember, um, that she had, like, some, I'm not going to, you know, go into her personal details, obviously, but, um, basically her life transformed after she stopped complaining, she told me, and yeah, we really like worked through that, and I hope, I hope that stuck with her, because it's a really, really important lesson, and when I had met her, when I had first met her, um, 
even in our sessions, like, she would complain about certain stuff that was happening in her life, and she just gave so much attention to, like, the negative stuff, you know, and, and I felt for her, and I could also see very clearly what the problem was, you know, because if you complain, you're only going to get more things to complain about. The universe is a very attentive, active, providing universe. It is abundant in good things, quote unquote, and the things that you don't want as well. So if you focus on that which you don't want, you're going to attract more of that to you. Even with myself, there was a period of time where I was just so focused on everything that wasn't going right, you know, Um, and I attracted more of what was not going right, you know, and it took me a while to like wake up to this and realize that I was, you know, I was doing this myself. And, um, once again, I was brought to a a point of, um, recalibrating number one, number two, reframing and restructuring. And also number three, delving into what it is that I had been doing wrong on a mental level, on a mental level, right? It's all about personal accountability. It's all about going, okay, I did this to myself based on the subconscious thoughts that I carry. What can I do to improve this, right? What can I do to improve my life within and my life without, right? Outside of myself as well as within. But it first starts within. It first starts within the mind, right? So accountability is like the best thing ever because you don't go pointing fingers at other people um, because that achieves nothing. You, that accomplishes nothing. What can other people do for you to change your life? They can't do anything, right? So when we take accountability, we, we take back our power. You see, we take back like that which is rightfully ours. That, oh, okay, right? Like I, I saw where I messed up here, you know? Like I saw where I could have, you know, done better here. I saw where I broke my own heart here, right? And then you become like superhuman in the way that you look at things and and in the way that you look at life and you see it for what it is as being a programmable game because the mind is a programmable machine so when you can program and reprogram the subconscious mind the the cheat codes to life become apparent and you begin to structure your mental framework in a way that is optimal for you and slowly but surely your outside reality begins to shift along with that alongside with that right so this is like, this is, you know, this is the um, key, you know, to creating the reality that you want. Because really, like, this, this world that we live in, the universe that we exist within, um, is so genius and um, is so um, reflective. It's, it's a mirror, right? Like, everything around us is a mirror to the deepest held thoughts within ourselves right um and every experience that we encounter is um reflecting back onto us what it is that we hold within our subconscious mind and what it is that we think on a subconscious level and like is it easy to to do the work to delve in there you know and reframe your subconscious framework no it's not it's not easy it takes isolation it takes dedication it takes a lot of journaling and writing to do mental dumps to see what's really in there it takes a lot of healing it took me years (laughs) um it takes a lot of uh uh authenticity with self like honesty with self right um which is like really 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 painful (laughs) 
and uh uh you know it takes a lot of ego dissolving which happens as a byproduct of all this other stuff so it 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 takes a lot of work you know um but it is the most freeing thing ever the work actually that it takes is the is the path to freedom like it is the road out you know of like turmoil and self-doubt and and low self-esteem even and like um even like financial issues and like health issues right because all things are connected your money is tied with your health and your health is tied with your money and your money is tied with your appearance and your health is tied with you know your social life and your social life is tied with your job everything is connected everything so so this is the mental level like once you realize that it all starts and ends with you and your subconscious mind which produces your body on a cellular level on an energetic level on an auric level right your auric field um then you realize that it really is your responsibility to do this work to do the healing work to do the uh delving on a subconscious level and i believe if you were to google the layers of the etheric body it would be first like it just it's based on the chakra system right so you begin at the top at the crown where your soul star is i believe it's about like um, 12 inches above your, your skull, I believe, your head, um, so that's the first layer, and then the second layer would be correlating with the third eye chakra, the Ajna chakra, right, so if you keep, if you keep going down like that, you can just see the many layers of the etheric body, I'm not Google, I don't have it memorized, I wish I did, um, I probably should go do that after this, um, but yeah, so, so basically, you know, the, the stuff that is stored in there the stuff that is stored on such a level that can only really be seen in the dream world right the stuff that is stored in there it will manifest um in different layers accordingly like that's why you know when when people have health issues um if you do a little bit of reverse engineering and if you can just see how the problem started um number one but also number two where the issue is on your body or in your body you can trace it back to, uh, you know, something on the energetic level, and um, you can see that, oh, okay, like, you have, you have maybe something with your arm, let's just say, right, well, have you been feeling like you, you know, cannot create, right, this is just a very abstract example I'm giving, obviously, but um, if you just trace it back to, like, how you were feeling when the symptoms came about, you can see what may have energetically caused this blockage in your body because we have to remember that our emotions, our emotions are very strong, right? Our emotions are energy in motion and they will manifest in the body accordingly. If you feel joy, excitement, radiance, happiness, that will manifest in the body um, in different ways, right? In, in health, in vitality, in lightness of being, in beauty, right? Whereas if you feel stuck stagnant depressed what have you those will also manifest in different ways but because they're low vibrational um energy in motion right because uh they're low vibrational energetic points they'll manifest in the body in a very heavy way and if something is heavy in the body if something is heavily manifesting in the body it'll drag the cells that surround that area down right? And that's how blockages occur in the body. And first energetic blockages occur, and then it manifests into the physical, right? So 
you know, if you're someone that like stresses out a lot and then you get sick, well, you let it get too far. You let it get into your body, right? So now what you have to do is now you're going to be forced to do the healing work at least a little bit to see how you can rectify whatever injury or illness you're experiencing. Um, And in doing the healing work, you can trace it back to seeing how, okay, I need to take time off. I need to stop being so stressed out at work etc 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 so the body will force us to to stop and reevaluate you see because the body wants to protect us it houses the soul within and ultimately like we are self-preserving creatures like we want what's best for ourselves even if we don't know it all the time even if we get distracted by like you know pain and trauma heartbreak our emotions and what have you like ultimately we are very self-preserving and it is up to us to realize and remember just how self-preserving we are and then to go ahead and follow the path that has already been very carefully created and curated for us individually um, down the path of healing and restructuring mental frameworks on a subconscious level and then on the conscious level and then on a physical level to create our own desired realities. So I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I love you very much. Let me know if this was helpful for you. Go ahead and leave me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts if it was. I love you, and I'll talk to you in my next one. Peace.